Well, I don't know if you saw the news last night, but Dr Ian Longley was on the news with a story about air quality over Auckland. They've had some readings since the shutdown came into force. He joins us on the line now, Dr Ian Longley. A very good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, that's actually my, my fault. I need to put that to air here. Hello, Dr Ian Longley. Very good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, look, thank you so much for joining us. Very, very interesting. So for those that didn't see the story last night, can you give us the readings that you took in and around Auckland? I understand Wellington and Christchurch still to come, but the the readings you took in Auckland and how they compare since the lockdown? Yeah, absolutely. We're seeing a dramatic change in air quality in Auckland, really since uh, Level 4 lockdown began last Thursday. So uh, what we're looking at is uh, reductions of at least 50%. Uh, and 80% to 90% in levels of air pollution around Auckland uh, just in the last five days. So really quite dramatic stuff. It is dramatic. When are you expecting results from Wellington and Christchurch? I presume that'd be similar. Yeah, absolutely. I've just been looking at data from Wellington uh, and Christchurch today, uh, and basically they follow exactly the same pattern. So it's um, we're looking at sort of Willis Street in the centre of Wellington, and we're looking at Rickerton Road in Christchurch, uh, and again, it's it's 70% reduction in air pollution from traffic or, or more. So it looks like this is a pattern repeated across the country. Doctor, did this did this come as a surprise to you at all? Well, well, actually, no. In in many ways, it kind of just reveals something that uh, us in the air quality business have, have known for a while. Uh, and that is that nearly all the air pollution in our major cities... Uh, comes from from traffic Uh, and I know particularly in places like Christchurch there is a contribution from uh, burning wood from home heating and and from shipping but uh, that really doesn't come to play in March so at this time of year it it really is all traffic so you take the traffic away and there's really no other air pollution left Uh, I think this is why our our reductions we're actually seeing stronger reductions than have been seen uh, elsewhere in in China and Europe Uh, I was just looking today at, at reductions that have been reported for the UK cities, and they're in the sort of 20, 30, 40% range. But again, it's because they don't have quite a dramatic lockdown as we do, um, because there's many other sources. There's much more industry over there. Uh, there's much more um, transboundary pollution from one country to another. We are isolated. We've got no neighbours sending us their air pollution. So take away the traffic, and really our, our skies are completely clear. So the farmers might be breathing a bit of a sigh of relief, would they then, Doctor? And, the, you know, they've, they've felt a lot of pressure in this country um, for their emissions, but it, it would appear, would it, on the surface, that vehicles are much more uh, contributors, significant contributors? Uh, well, it depends what we're talking about contributing to. So I will make the distinction here between the air pollution that, that you and I are breathing and, and affects our health on, on the city streets and the pollution that's going to drift away from New Zealand and can contribute to global climate change. So the emissions from the farmers, that's really in the, in the latter category. That's impacting the climate around the world uh, and related to, to global warming. It's not so much really having a, a health impact on, on people living in the cities, breathing in the air. So it really are quite actually separate issues. Um, yeah. But certainly, you know, the, the traffic pollution will be having a, a benefit for the climate as well. So it's, it's, it's a double win. It's both uh, reducing the, the health risk for urban citizens and it's reducing the impact that New Zealand's having on the climate. 
Absolutely. Now, Doctor, uh, just going back to the health situation with traffic in the cities, are we at a stage when we, we are not in lockdown and the pollution from traffic is going full bore, are we at a stage where at times the air is actually causing real problems for us, do you think, or have we not quite reached that stage yet? So it's it's true that you know our cities don't have the air pollution problems that, that China have, not not by a long stretch. In, right. in many ways, we do have good air quality in most places most of the time, uh, but it's not that we have no problem whatsoever. The issue we have in, in New Zealand, particularly, is it's really about these busy road corridors. So our, our quiet suburban streets have pretty good air quality to start with. But our major motorways don't, and our, our major city streets don't. Some of the most polluted streets in the country are those in, in central Auckland, in central Wellington, and you know pre-earthquake central Christchurch as well. Uh, and there's a big contrast between those locations. So if you stay in quiet suburban streets all the time, uh, then no, your exposure to air pollution was, was quite low. I mean, amongst the lowest in any city in the world. If you spend a fair bit of time, you know, every day commuting on the motorway and then you're on the city Mm. streets, then your exposure could be substantially higher. Um, But not at the moment. Now, obviously, at the moment, most of us uh, are at home, as I am right now. So um, we're effectively, you know, we're not inhaling that traffic pollution uh, at all. But the people who are actually experiencing the biggest benefit at the moment are those people who do live in the downtown area those people who live near major roads. So they're generally exposed to light pollution day in, day out. So they're actually going to benefit substantially over the the period of the lockdown. Absolutely. Doctor, last question from me. It would be fair to say that in some ways this extraordinary time that we're living through now, um, this is what's happened as far as traffic goes and pollution from cars and vehicles. This is a massive science experiment that nobody ever dreamed would, would be possible to conduct. Is it your feeling that this, more than almost anything, is an argument for trying to move as soon as possible to, say, electric vehicles or at least non-emitting vehicles? I, I certainly hope it is. I mean, I've been saying for years that in, in Auckland and our other cities, more than anywhere else in the world, we could radically improve our air quality simply by moving to electric vehicles. And right. we've already started to see that transition before the virus came along. What we're experiencing now, our air quality, is what it will be like when we have an electric vehicle fleet. I know a lot of people are spending time indoors at the moment, but if, if you ever do get outdoors, you'll probably notice how, how pin-sharp clear the sky is. The, the views, you know, the distant views from, from the hilltop or from, a, from a, a ridge are quite spectacular at the moment. You can see you know, the ocean glinting and the coromandel in the distance from Auckland. And after we've experienced that for a couple of months, you know, I'm kind of hoping people will kind of get used to it and, and not want to lose it. And obviously, yeah. we'll all be focusing on statistics from the virus in the first instance. But as it were, when the dust clears, uh, researchers will start to look at what were the benefits from the clean air. And I think they will be substantial. Yeah, that's very good. I've thought the very same thing. Last thing from me then, Dr. Dr. Langley, with regards to the health issues, can you put it kind of in layman's terms on any given day pre-lockdown, let's say in Auckland, down Queen Street, some of these uh, horrible areas, can you, uh, you'll often see reports where they say it's the equivalent of smoking 10 packets of cigarettes if you're exposed for an hour. Do you, do you have any ideas of 
how, how much it is on any given day pre-lockdown? Uh, I, I tend not to like the, the comparison with the, with the cigarettes. I think it's, it's slightly misleading. Um, mm. But just to give you uh, uh, an example, so there is a monitoring station that Auckland Council uh, operates uh, alongside the Northern Motorway in Auckland. And it would normally in the afternoon be reading something like 10 to 15 parts per billion of uh, nitrogen oxides. I know it's a technical term. But in rather than reading 10 to 15, uh, last couple of days, it's been struggling to read anything at all. It's barely even read one. So wow. these, these are yeah. levels that actually the instrumentation is struggling to measure anything at all. Um, so they are substantial uh, improvements. As I say, the most polluted location that we monitor in, in New Zealand is probably Queen Street in central Auckland. And it's also yep. been seeing you know, 50% plus reductions. Uh, probably slightly less there because you know, the buses are still running at the moment. They're still running on the weekend timetable, so there are still diesel emissions. Um, so even despite that, we're still seeing those large reductions. So it should be a huge improvement. Very good. So that's at least one very positive upside with the lockdown. Dr Ian Longley, thank you very much for your time.